The Royal Cayman Islands Police Family Support Unit is investigating the sexual assault of a child at the Francis Bodden Children's Home Tuesday night. Police say a male intruder reportedly entered the home that night, sexually assaulting the child living there. The incident was reported the next day. This is under investigation, as we've said, by the RCIPS Family Support Unit with the support of the multi-agency safeguarding hub. We're told all necessary safeguarding measures have been put in place for the victim. Also under investigation, the sudden death of an infant. Police say the baby and his parents were at Seven Mile Beach yesterday when the child started to experience difficulties. His parents took him to the West Bay Clinic where medical staff treated the child. He was taken by ambulance to the Cayman Islands Hospital, but later pronounced dead by the attending doctor. Police say they are investigating the circumstances of this sudden death. A robbery attempt in a Seven Mile Beach parking lot. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has more. Two masked persons sought out to rob three men near a parking lot of Seven Mile Beach shortly before 1.40 a.m. It was reported that a man and woman exited a nearby vehicle dressed all in black along with black masks. They approached the three men, one brandished a knife and demanded cash. A brief struggle ensued, ending with the masked persons returning to their vehicle and fleeing the location in what was described as a Honda Fit or similar vehicle. One of the three men received minor injuries to his hand during the incident. Nothing was stolen. Emergency services attended the location and administered first aid to the man who was injured. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The matter is currently under investigation, and anyone with any information or who may have witnessed the incident is asked to contact the West Bay Criminal Investigation Department at 949-3999. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper says Cayman's trip to the COP26 conference in Glasgow, Scotland is important. We may be small, but we are also the ones who will be disproportionately affected if the world doesn't act now to limit the damaging impact of climate change. It affects us here in the Cayman Islands more than many other countries in the world because of rising temperatures, because of rising sea levels. Mr Roper says he was pleased to see the interaction between Premier the Honourable Wayne Panton and His Royal Highness Prince of Wales yesterday showcasing the Cayman Islands' role in the Commonwealth Growth Fund. The governor also further discussed the value of the climate change risk assessment his office has helped to facilitate. That will enable Cayman then to form a very specific policy in response to what the mapping suggests could happen to Cayman over the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. The governor adds the UK-Cayman partnership on environment, climate and biodiversity is a win-win. However, it will be up to ministry, of course, to take the next steps in terms of policy. The governor also gave a shout-out to DJ Lyons, the Caymanian student who will be presenting at an Oceans panel on Nature Day at the conference this Saturday. COVID-19 booster shots are being offered at the Health Services Authority for selected frontline workers. This includes staff from all schools in the Cayman Island, the Royal Cayman Island Police Service, the Cayman Island Fire Service, Her Majesty's Prison Service, and Custom and Border Control. Medical Officer of Health Dr. Samuel Williams-Rodriguez says anyone over the age of 40 is now eligible for a booster starting on Monday, November 8th. Of course, they must have received their second dose of COVID-19 vaccine six months before. For the most up-to-date vaccination schedule, you can check out hsa.ky. The Civil Service is rolling out a free lateral flow test program in an effort to proactively screen public servants for COVID-19. With the support of the elected government, the civil service is investing in safer workplaces 
by deploying lateral flow tests across our entire workforce. Portfolio of the Civil Service Chief Officer Gloria McField Nixon tells Radio Cayman LFTs will help the Civil Service avoid unnecessary employee absences and ensure continuity of public services. And they benefit the healthcare systems by relieving the pressures they face to test large quantities of persons who are asymptomatic where community transmission of COVID-19 is widespread. The initiative started today with POCs issuing deployment guidelines to heads of department. We have taken a bold step to purchase lateral flow tests for all civil servants to prevent the risk of workplace transmission of COVID-19 and to give our teams greater peace of mind. This also makes it possible for us to serve our valuable clients, including vulnerable clients, in a safe manner. Civil service entities will use LFTs both for monitoring, screening, and for wellness screening. The program will be strongly recommended but not mandatory for staff working in low-risk settings. For staff in elevated-risk workplaces, monitoring screening will become mandatory no later than November 15th. Other points in the guidelines address wellness screenings and isolation requirements should a test come back positive. Minutes from the October 26th Cabinet meeting show a productive session. Among other things, the group approved a budgetary transfer of a million dollars in funding from private and public school grants to primary and secondary education by private schools. Drafting instructions were also given the green light to amend the Insurance Act and the Trust Act. Lucille Seymour was appointed chair of the Council for Older Persons, with Sarah Alice May Coe as her deputy. And finally, Cabinet approved the Ministry of Finance's plan to carry out an exercise to determine whether the financing of public debt would result in cost reductions. You can find the full minutes online at gov.ky. The Royal Cayman Islands Police Service says to be on the lookout for fake apartment rentals online. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal reports. The Financial Crime Investigation Unit says they've seen a spike in reports of fake rental ads being posted on EK. Although they are usually quickly removed from the websites hosting them, they are often reposted later on, prompting police to urge users to be on the lookout for these types of scams. So, what do they look like? The fake ads usually include pictures, details of the apartment, and an email address for the listing agent. Once emailed, the scammer tells the resident the property is managed by Airbnb. Eventually, the victim is asked to wire transfer funds to a third-party bank account outside of the jurisdiction. In other cases, a fraudulent Airbnb link is sent, which looks legit, but again, isn't affiliated with Airbnb. After the transaction goes through, the scammer usually removes the online ad, ignores all follow-up emails, and the victim is never able to get their money back. Police say residents using online shops should make sure they verify the legitimacy of the seller before sending any funds. If you spot any suspicious activity or ads, you can report them directly by emailing rcips.fcu at rcips.ky. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paul Akal. This Saturday, November 6th, was meant to be Cayman's first ever Coral Fest, but they've hit the pause button on the family-friendly event. Member of the Department of Environment's Coral Fest team, Katie Ebanks. The Department of Environment and our Coral Fest team want to let everyone know that sadly, Coral Fest had to be postponed until early next year due to current COVID risks within our community. We sincerely apologize for this late notice, but our team is really looking forward to seeing you at an even bigger and better Coral Fest 2022. 
The DOE says a new date will be announced once larger gatherings are less risky for the community. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.